Here we go. We're rolling. This is it. This is episode 382 of No Laugh Track Podcast. I'm Justin Severson, the lucky guy who gets to host this each week here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. I'm looking around. We are still, the tables are still perfectly socially distanced for the uh, capacity, which is at, I don't know, a quarter, whatever it's supposed to be. That's what we have here at Acme. And I am here with my guest who I've never talked to before five, ten minutes ago, Zach Martina. Hi, Justin. Hi. How are you? Where? Why, why is it taking? so long for you to be here on the stage with me um defend yourself what I, took so long honestly they've asked me quite a few times and i always said no <laughs> i was like i don't have time for this i sleep at one i'm asleep at 1 p.m uh Honestly, you guys were ta- you're talking about the social distance of the tables. Somehow I still they're spread out and it's perfectly spread out and yet I managed to run into two last oh. night. <laughs> there are gaps all over the place and I still managed to run into two <laughs> <What>? tables. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did your hair fall in front of your eyes or you know, I can see through bangs. That's okay. something I've uh, okay. I figured okay. out how to do. That was just me. Hmm. I don't know, man. Sobriety, I suppose. Oh. I hadn't got that first tequila soda in me yet, which really uh narrows the <laughs> the vision I, I don't know I can't answer the question Tequila vision why we haven't spoke yet I can't answer the question I don't now, have these answers Justin Sure Now I know I've seen your name You've performed here Before this week uh, Yeah Last year I was here um, Early in the week And then uh, Do you remember Who ended that week I'm always curious Joe List Joel, It was a Joe List yes, week okay. I left uh, The day he came He came on uh, The show with, with you He did Yeah, yeah. Oh okay I did uh Tuesday, Wednesday, and he did Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right on. Was that the first time for you here at Acme? Or was for there anything before multiple, that? Yeah, I'd come in and done uh, the mic a couple times. Oh, really? Just passing through. Yeah. Now, explain. So, for people that don't know, you don't live here. No, I'm from uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's where you live now? That's where I live. Okay. And, and pa- love. Live in love. Yes. And passing through... Would be like you were performing in like Wisconsin or something. Um, like, I think I was at or at a, uh, like maybe Mankato or Bemidji or something. Like, was, oh hey, I'm gonna hit up the open mic on Monday. Yeah, I, well, I you know you try to figure out a reason to get up here when you can. I think I was at uh, CCU um, on that Friday and Saturday. Oh, okay. I had just gotten off of a tour with uh, Rory Scovel, and oh, yeah. uh, I met Bob, and he hooked me up at CCU, and then Sean Patton got me a spot on the mic so i didn't have to like wait for the drawing so i just crashed a couple extra days and uh and did the mic nice yeah oh very nice i think that's how it happened yeah 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 and now it's tuesday were you here this week for it no 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 i uh i flew in on wednesday i I was thinking about driving in on tuesday but then flights are dirt cheap and i was like i'm just gonna fly i would much rather fly for an hour and a half than drive 10 hours each way so i'm glad you brought that up because i am curious i haven't i been thought a, you'd like that i haven't been on a plane in a long time i'm by the way, i have no plans to yeah how was it for you uh, any apprehension i mean there were certainly nerves because i didn't know what was what, what to be expected yeah but i mean they they had a lot of the gates shut down um because they were trying to really practice social distancing and they're not sitting in any of the middle seats so it's a very comfortable outside of having the mask on yeah it's very very comfortable flight were they i'm curious uh were they when you take your mask on to have your snack because people are doing that and then yeah, are, they, I mean, are they hassling anybody like hey let's 
Let's get it back up. I didn't up. hear anyone uh, being hassled, but I was also very deep into uncut gems. <laughs> so I was uh, was not paying attention to anything around me, except there was a baby sitting directly in front of me and just staring at me through the crack the entire time. And I wanted to tell the parents, you know, put a mask on that thing because it's creeping me out right now. Put it over its mouth or eyes. <laughs> Either or. I don't care. <laughs> you were, so you're watching Uncut Gems mm-hmm. with the uh, one of the co-stars of the movie is maybe the future owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Kevin Garnett. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're, they're, maybe he'll be better in a front office situation than he was in acting. <laughs> he's not suited to be in front of a camera where he's got lines and whatnot. I haven't seen it. Is he pretty... It's is, fine. How is he compared to... I like One of the worst performances I've ever seen in a movie that I really wanted to like was the uh, the Anakin Scar- Skywalker kid in the early in the Star mm-hmm. Wars prequel. He was one of the most stilted, worst... Worst actor. The, the little Christ- kid? Not the little kid. The teenage kid. Hayden Christensen. Oh, yeah. People don't like him. Oh. He's got a real hateable face. <laughs> how how is Garnett stack up to uh, Hayden Christensen? Uh, I mean, he's just got more charisma. You know, he's more charming. You're, you're kind of drawn to him because regardless of where you're from, even if he didn't play in your city, everybody loves Kevin Garnett. That's he's true. He's the man. That's true. KG. <laughs> so, yeah. The kid. So, uh, yeah, he was fine, um, but he wasn't a good actor. Yeah. It was, ugh. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Adam Sandler was great, though. He carried him. I've heard. Much like Kevin Garnett carried those Minnesota Timberwolves teams, those Boston Celtics teams. I think he played for Brooklyn briefly. Adam Sandler carried Kevin Garnett. You know what? I'm, we're going to move on from Kevin Garnett, but I want to nitpick one thing. No! Yeah. <laughs> Damn you. I want to nitpick one thing about him as a, someone born and raised in Minnesota. When he won the championship, the uh, NBA championship in Boston, mm-hmm. he announced his love for Minnesota by calling it Mini. We don't call this place Mini. I, uh, Minneapolis isn't mini. Minnesota isn't mini. KG should know better. We're not mini. But we appreciate the sentiment. That's just my little nitpick. I mean, yeah, I would take umbrage with that as well. I don't yeah. know if I used umbrage right, but I've heard it in the past, <laughs> and I'm using the context clues that I've used, but I would uh, I would not be thrilled about that either. Especially a guy who wants to buy the team. That's what, <laughs> what if that's what prevents him from getting the ownership stake? You know, Kevin, this all looks really good. The numbers are there. Obviously, you have a passion for the game and knowledge for the game. Ooh, there's this soundbite where you called us mini- you can't have any of this team. Two, two rules are going to be written into this contract. You can't move the team out of Minnesota or change the name on the jerseys to Mini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants to alter it. Like Detroit has a Motor City on it. Yeah, he, yeah, just yeah, wants, yeah. he just wants a black and pink jersey that says Mini on it. It's black and pink polka dotted. <laughs> yes, yes. How, uh, so I watched the show here last night. You're doing the Wednesday through Saturday mm-hmm. here, and I watched the show last night via Zoom, mm-hmm. as I've been doing, and uh, I really I enjoy that. That that went well, except for the, uh, as I showed you before we started recording, my 10-month-old daughter had a... Um, the joys just, of parenthood. She just started making a lot of noise while I was trying to concentrate watching the comedy. But besides that, and uh, she she quieted down, and I got to enjoy it. But I want to talk about that because <laughs> I want to hear what you thought of the show. But I am looking at this mic cover right uh-oh, now. Uh oh, and it is just a nipple staring me in the face. It is just a breast with a nipple. Has it been a while? In the face. How long's it no, been? It hasn't been that long. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I guess I'm a boob man. I don't know. But it's right in the middle, and it looks like it's cold. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's just a full-on boob looking at me. You weren't like... And it's not the first time I've talked into breasts before. I want to make that crystal clear. <laughs> you know what? I actually, it's weird. I, I was looking at that one before we started, and it did not show that. So you did something to it. 
You think I've turned the mic on? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I think you turned the mic on and then turned it on, is what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> I'll do my best. I mean, we are in a pandemic. I'll, I'll do my best to keep the tongue off the nipple. <laughs> is this a is this a family show? Uh, you can say whatever you would like. All right. Well, I just talked about. Can we? We're not going to edit that nipple part out because no, I, mean, I think no. that's the soundbite right there. I mean, we're, are we going to start editing now? That would be weird. We've done three hundred eighty-two. Uh, three hundred eighty-two episodes. Zach Martina talking about licking a nipple yeah. is when we draw the line. We, we've. Let's just shut her down. I mean, we're, we've, I don't think there's ever been a chance. People aren't paying attention, attention enough for us to get canceled, but you may have just done it. I'll take it. And <laughs> yeah. I'll finally have a credit. Yeah, Jack, <laughs> fucking put us on the map, damn it. He is responsible for getting No Laughing Matter canceled. That's right. It's Zach Martina. What, uh, how, so, I wanted, so how did you think the show went last night? You were first on stage in months, first correct? Time on stage in a comedy center. I did a, uh, I, I was told it was like a senior party. Uh, I did that a couple weeks ago. Turns out it was just their version of the prom, and it was very uncomfortable. Senior, uh, you mean senior citizen? No, no, senior <laughs> of high school. These kids, they, they still wanted they, to throw a prom for them. I went up what? after a 50-year-old man and a 45-year-old man, and I mean... They were doing, you know, they were doing what a lot of comics do, talking about their dick. And I got up, and it was just so uncomfortable because these are friggin' kids. Yeah. And I said, "Can we just all acknowledge how awkward this is? A forty-five-year-old man and a fifty-year-old man just told you about your, your their dicks. Luckily, you're eighteen because if this had happened sixteen years ago, it'd have been a friggin' crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd have been carted out of here in the paddy wagon. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was uncomfortable, and I just had to basically scream at them and tell them, uh, <laughs> "Life is not what you make it." It's going to happen one way or the other. It's all lost cause. So you, it was a real message of hope. Wait, you you weren't hired to do comedy? You were doing the commencement speech? Yeah. I mean, I would be. I would love to go back and talk to those kids again and just be like, hey, here's some things that I forgot. And then before that, um, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. a drive-in theater. Oh, how did that go? Um, honestly. But let me let me ask you another way. Was there was there feedback from the crowd? Well, like, they did you all hear sat them out like laughing? it was a tailgate. So like they had their chairs set up outside their tailgates and everything. And if they liked it, they would like honk their horn or flash their brights. The people that were outside were laughing, but it was this wide open space, so you couldn't really hear anything. There was no way of catching a wave of energy. Yeah. All I did was. Um, it was a big field, and there were like a nice neighborhood surrounding it, so the acoustics were well. I'm naturally loud, and I'm amplified by the microphone. Yeah. I was just trying to upset the neighborhood. I was just saying things <laughs> that they're like, I hate when they do these comedy shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, last night, doing like getting back into my act, I had I, I couldn't remember any of my jokes before I came in, and I had to like study. Which I'm a college dropout. I don't study, but here we go uh, for work, and. It was so great to be just in front of, I think there were, I don't know, 11 to 15 people you mm-hmm. know, in the crowd watching it. And you could tell that they were just so excited to be out of the house and yeah. in, in some form of live entertainment. And the energy was great. And it was so cool to try to like, figure out the timing again okay. and just, just be validated like... My thoughts are brilliant. You should be <laughs> laughing at these things. And finally, I'm back. It was uh, it was great, and I'm super excited for the for the rest of the weekend because with each show, I imagine more and more rest will kick off, and yes, hopefully, I'm uh, humming absolutely by Saturday late show. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I uh, I enjoyed it. The comedy or the uh, contest is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Have, did you ever do anything like that? Yeah, early in your career, yeah. took a lot of seconds and thirds. <laughs> Never won. Ever. What? How how were those run? <laughs> um. They were audience vote. Some of them were judge vote. Um, 
and I came up in a class in Michigan where there are some just really terrific comics. The guys that I came up with were uh, were great and uh, beat me and have gone on to get their Conan credits and their Comedy Central credits. And as I said, my credit hopefully will be getting this canceled. So uh, <laughs> I am a second or third type uh, place type of comic, but uh, they were fun. I did them, and then one year I had done the road for the first time most of the year, and I just stopped doing them. Because I told myself it wouldn't be fair, but I just don't think I can handle another defeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's tough to get uh, comfortable with rejection. I, I, you'd think I like where I grew up in St. Paul. We sports were always terrible, so mm-hmm. you think I would have got used to it? I never knew a first place. I barely knew wins. Yeah, I would say that too about Detroit. But then I remembered the Wings won all those cups. The Tigers, they were in the World Series a couple times. The Pistons had their wins. It's just the Lions. I'm a football guy, and they're just the worst. Uh, how how well are you getting to be known as the Matt Patricia guy? In Michigan, pretty well. Yeah. Uh, people Let's talk about that. People definitely come out to the shows, and they're like, oh, man, I love those things. I love the way you uh, razz him. But uh, Matt Patricia is the head coach, mm-hmm. for people don't know, of the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. He's, a, uh, he's a, a bigger fella. He is he's n- bigger than me. I want to make that clear. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 yes. Not even, not even maybe a little. Yeah. He's yeah. just, There's he's no bigger doubt. than me, and we both have a beard. Yep. He's bearded. You have a beard. And he, I have a knowledge of football, so I can talk a little bit about it. I mean, he's known for having the pencil behind yeah, his ear. That's my favorite thing that I've done in those is I, got, I bought a pencil costume, and I painted as- my, my face silver, and I talk like I'm this old, uh, emphatic woman, just like, hey, listen, Maddie, here's what you got to do. And he's just crazy. Uh, there's one that I did, too. Where, Wait, what? Does the pencil give him advice? Or oh, what? yeah. The pencil is like, Maddie, you're just a sociopath. You got to stop preparing. <laughs> Erase the mistakes. Like, terrible puns and everything. It's my absolute. <laughs> favorite uh, character awesome. i don't even have a name for it but it's my pen the, the pencil is my favorite and i did one where um matt patricia goes insane and i put on a lion's mexican wrestler mask oh sure and i end up killing the pencil and like i snap it and but i go back and forth oh dude that's th- those are a lot of fun when it's just me as matt patricia they're not as fun but when i get to like the motivation to actually write and edit and i guess makeup <laughs> yeah. dude so much because it's dark and <laughs> twisted i showed my seven-year-old daughter it and uh, she goes, <laughs> well, that's pretty dark. <laughs> wow. Have a seven-year-old even know what that means? That's we, impressive. We have some rules in our house where my kids know a lot more than most kids their age. Uh, we don't. We believe we, we tell them if they ask, ask a question, like tell us, we allow them to swear in the house if they can define the word and give us two other ways of saying it. We just don't want them to sound stupid. Yeah. You know? So uh, we were at dinner the other day, and my youngest goes, uh, I think I know what fuck means. So instantly, my wife and I put our forks down. We're like, well, we got to hear this. And uh, <laughs> I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm like, what do you got? And she goes, it's when you have sex with someone or you cur- you wish curses upon them. And I go, okay. And what are two other ways to say it? And she goes, uh, to make love or um, what did she say? She said, maybe she said, put curses upon them. Uh because she said, wish bad luck on them. And then she said to put curses on them. And I go, okay, well, you can say fuck in the house all you want. It's That's, that's fine. <laughs> what? She knows exactly what she's talking about. Like, if you say it right, I don't care. Wow. And uh, they're very comfortable. They both have very dark senses of humor. They're very comfortable with death because my dad died when I, uh, the youngest was like three. So they are around the funeral. They were around like the planning of it and everything. Wow. And they understand life ends. Uh, so it's great that they've got just this dark... This understanding of dark humor. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Do they have cell phones yet? They do, but um, they're not... It's just for Spotify. You know, they like to listen to Spotify. There's some pretty cool stuff on Google where they're both kind of into creative writing. Um, yeah. The one likes to do graphic novels more so than uh, actual books, but they don't talk on the phone. I mean, since the quarantine happened, they've been doing Facebook Messenger with their friends, which is mainly their cousins, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but they're not big screen kids. We're not we're not really big on the screen time. And if we do watch screen time, we're watching things that we want to watch. We just finished The Office okay. for the second time. And, and the girls getting, like that. And the girls love that. And uh, any episode that has a wedding, their absolute favorite. They, oddly enough, they like Phyllis's wedding the most. Hmm. Um, and then we do, right now we're in the middle of Shit's Creek. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. People don't agree with our method of parenting. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 not the only one that I, person I know that's like that. I'm not. Um, how, so how about when like when the, something comes up like a, I've I only watched like the first season mm-hmm. of Shit's Creek, but I know that that gets a little uh, that's sexual. Yeah, yeah. So when something comes up and there's a question, do they ask questions like yeah, when they're watching these shows? Like what is. Uh, What's blah 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 mean? I mean, I wouldn't. I would never explain it the way I might explain it on stage. But you know, we just we just go honestly and give them the details they need. And if they have further questions, we just ask them. We're really just trying because I'm terrified they're not going to trust me. I watched True Detective season one, and one of the things that stuck with me so hard is when uh, Woody Harrelson's daughter gets caught in the truck with those two dudes, and they're they're going at it. And uh, he goes, "The biggest thing I didn't pay was attention." And I was like, "Oh shit, I can't." I don't want my daughters to ever end up like that. So I just try to be straight with them and let them, hopefully they'll trust me down the line and know that I'm coming from a place of love. But uh, it's very fear-based. My parenting style is very fear-based for what's down the line. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I have three daughters I was telling you beforehand, 14, 12, and almost 11 months. Oh, man. Yeah. 14. Mine are nine and seven, and I'm real scared for that 12, 14. The nine-year-old's already pulling away and, like, digging her room yeah. a lot. And yeah. It's uh, oh, that's, terrifying. That's that's a little early. Yeah. That's a little early. Uh, yeah. Well, like I, I said, they have dark senses of humor. <laughs> they're just, I don't know what she's doing up there. Man, they're going to be moving out while they're 15. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll give them a loft above the garage. <laughs> Oh, that would be kick-ass. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have had that. You Especially me? with these new ring cameras and Nest cameras. I'll watch. Right, right. I'll find out. But you sure. can have your freedom. Uh-huh. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, no. Lights are off. I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely watching. So it's interesting to me. Uh, when I, One of the things you said on the stage last night is uh, about how you had to come to Minnesota to do some comedy because in Michigan, are the stages open? No, people are doing like open mics at you know obviously in their garages. There's a lot of house shows, but there's no comedy stages open at all. Like I said, I did that senior prom, which I think was like a loophole. And then there's some outdoor shows going on, much like the uh, drive-in, but nothing traditional. Have the dispensary stayed open? Yeah, <laughs> they're essential. Oh man, there would have been uh, <laughs> there would have been. Look at the look on your face. There would have been new, <laughs> there would have been newsworthy riots had those shut down in Ann Arbor. They'd have been chill riots, but uh, they would have been happening. Because <laughs> we've gone, we got, we went recreational. Yeah, no. And I still have my medical card. So medical card, uh, you from from Michigan. Okay. So I have my medical card in Michigan, but it is recreational. And having a medical card in Michigan right now is like a fast pass at uh, Disney World. You just go right to the front of the line. You have access to strains that these rec users don't have access to. Come on, it's boss, man. I love it. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. So the restriction, so the, um, 
So having a medical card before it was uh, recreationally mm-hmm. legal, how hard was that to get? Not hard. I what was? Do you mind saying your ailment? I absolutely. I'll tell you. I uh, when I got my card seven years prior, I had hurt my knee in a drunken wrestling match, and I went sure. in complaining of pain. Uh, then I wanted to get my medical card, and I said. Everyone's like, well, just tell me you have pain somewhere. You just need to have a record of them. Like, I think seven years ago, I went in. I went in. I got the uh, medical records that said I went in complaining of pain, got an x-ray. And the diagnosis says patient came in complaining of pain. We took x-rays. We couldn't find anything wrong. It says that on the paper. I showed that to the medical doctor. And they're like, okay, approved. Literally, it says there was nothing wrong. And they're like, take it. That's fine. Go get some of that sweet orange kush. <laughs> that tells me that everyone there is smoking pot, including the person that okayed your... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Which, good for them. That's yeah. awesome. And they all should smoke pot. Let's yeah. get on board with mushrooms, too, huh? I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get an ailment on that. I'll get some sort of psychological anxiety that needs to be cured on mushrooms. Mushrooms <laughs> are the best. Love mushrooms. What is it? So, I, as someone who's uh, like tr- travels from there to here, where you know it's it's legal where you live, and then you have to come here, and it's no, 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 no. I do not have it with me this time. Yeah, I but flew. You flew, but normally you gotta, you know. But normally, you got. It just it just must be odd. Like I, you know, coming from the opposite. It's not even medical here. No, sir. Well, very re- super, super restricted. restricted. I mean, super duper like I don't know, I my wife has lupus and can't get it. I don't understand how it's not medically legal. I don't understand why it's not recreationally legal everywhere. Just from uh, the greed standpoint of American corporations, the amount of money that people yeah. make in tax dollars and regulating the whole thing, why would it not be legal? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's just the old guard not wanting to change their ways, which is very much how the state of the union right now, it's like, just yeah. change your fucking shit. Mm-hmm. It's time to evolve. Mm-hmm. The thumbs bent. You're, the thumbs bending. We need to further evolve. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. We need to g- grow out our fingertips a little bit, and then in generations, we'll have like our own roach clips in our hand, and we can <laughs> hold it back down there. Just let it happen. Do you remember? I remember the first time I saw somebody with the uh, cocaine nail, fingernail, back when like my early 20s. I was like, what in the fuck? Why is your fingernail so long? Nail? Yes. Oof. I remember that, but it wasn't my. It wasn't a coke nail. Uh, my brother was real into witchcraft uh, in the uh, in high school. What he said, he identified with the uh, the god of fire, and he had his nails long, and it was just a witchcraft nail. But it was definitely a. I don't think he was doing coke. I mean, he is really super skinny, but I don't think he was doing coke. But it was that's the first time I saw the nail. His AIM name back in the day was Fire Freak Seven Seven Seven, which was interesting because it wasn't six six six. He went the holy route on the numbers, but it was Fire Freak and then Witchcraft, which you know is some sort of worship of the devil. Yeah, is that like a pretty ironic? Yeah, I was going to say, is that a wink, wink afterwards? Like you get it. I'm goofing, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yes, yeah, you talked about your brother a little bit on stage last night. Well, I said uh, I didn't. One thing I was worried about last night is not being able to fill the time because I was so my timing was all off. I didn't know if I was going to have the jokes or whatever. And you I had to like burning through and I was like, oh, I wanted to talk to my brother, but I have to cut that out um, because I was already halfway into my set. I was like, there's so many other things that I wanted to uh, to talk about. So, yeah, I didn't really get a chance to talk about him, but I do have jokes about him. I did mention him last yeah. night. Okay. So that's something people might hear if they come on a different night this mm-hmm. week? Yeah. They're good jokes. I did talk about them a little bit. You're right. Uh, chainsaw. That was not yeah, planned. Chainsaw. That was just a, 
That was just a story. Oh, that, I didn't. That was that's not material you're working on necessarily. No, that was just something I wanted. What I love about being on stage, especially in front of people, is that energy allows you to take chances and like you really have yeah. to trust your instincts or something. Uh, so I, I thought of that story in the moment. I think it's hysterical. Uh, not everyone always does. So I decided to just uh, talk about it. Oh, okay. Chainsaw. Yeah. Going to use it again, you think? I think the idea... I like the idea that a lot of people lie about their age to get into the military, but my brother lied about his age so he could serve cocktails at a go-go dance club. I think that's so funny. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably talk about it again. <laughs> you probably should. Yeah. And he goes by Chainsaw. Yeah, you probably should. No, I don't want to... Uh, so, I, I watched the show last night. I also uh, listened to your most recent album. Oh, cool. In the last... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. When did I listen to it? About a month ago, I Not think? the worst dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. So, that that was released during quarantine? Uh, Is that right? Just before. Just before. Yeah, it came out late February. Oh, late it was, February. It was out maybe two weeks before the whole shutdown happened. <laughs> really helped those albums. Sales. I was going to say, did you get a chance to promote the thing on Not the road? Not really at all. I mean, I think I sold my first actual hard copy of it last night. Oh. I've got a suitcase full of 3,000 of these download cards. I just need to get back out on the road so I can move the damn product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have them with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did hear you mention that yeah. last night. That's that's good. So I don't want to, you know, I, I hate, I, I do my best to never spoil people's, you know, material when we're doing the podcast here. However, I, I, I got to bring this one up okay. because it's so relatable and I'm sure that's why, it, you know. Some of the best jokes are the most relatable. Sure. This is one of them. And it has to do with couples uh, trying to find something to eat. Yeah. What do you want to do for dinner? Holy. I, 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 so my, my, I, I had to get my car worked on. We dropped it off somewhere last night. We're going to pick it up. It's all done already. We're going to pick it up later tonight. Right? Uh, my, I, my older daughters are with my ex-wife. They're not with me full time. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I got to plan dinner tonight. Sure. I get stressed. The anxiety, the stress of having to fucking come up with meals for everybody. Yeah. Let alone just me and my wife. It's very similar to having the power of the remote control when the entire family's watching TV. You don't want to be responsible for everyone else's sustenance or enjoyment. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to pick up my uh, my car tonight, and I've, uh, I'm relieved on the fact I've already announced our plan. The place that worked on my car that I'm going to pick up is close to a White Castle. We're going, oh, to, we're going nice. to White Castle tonight for dinner. It's Rock settled. And roll, man. No one has disagreed, but I'm telling you, uh, you, you have a joke about trying to find something to eat for dinner. Nobody comes up with a freaking idea, and oh my God, is that an issue in my house? Well, it's a race to the question, too, because if you ask what do you want yes. to do for dinner, it's on them. I really wanted that story that you're, t- you're going to pick up your car and uh, the place that does your car. I really wanted that sentence to end. Makes a mean tomahawk steak. So, like, I wanted them to just. They, bar- they marinate it in oil all day long. Nice 10W30. You know what? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. They cook it on the engine block. Mm-hmm. It's, mm, it's a medium rare. It's perfect. You know, uh, that just there used to be a car dealership uh, in the Twin Cities that I'm sure they probably still exist, but I, this one's gone. It was They had a hot dog bar. You could go there and get, you know, like uh, serve yourself concessions of soda, mm-hmm. cookies, and hot dogs. What was that place called? It was it was a uh, you know it was a car dealership. It was a oh okay. The last two times I came to Minneapolis, um, my car I've had to stay a couple extra days because the first time I did the mic here, my car broke down and I had to get uh, something replaced. And I went to a place uh, in Minneapolis that was very helpful, expedited the uh, service, but it was called Turbo Tim's. Oh okay. And uh, they had that like here's a hot dog. We've got food here, whatever. And I was like, I'm gonna walk down the street to a 
to a restaurant <laughs> yeah, yeah. where the health inspector comes in and checks it out. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't want any right. part of your who's heating, Turbo Tim dogs. Yeah, who's heating these up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miss your fingernails. <laughs> But it's not grease and grime. It's just dried mustard. Yeah, right. like, it's, uh... <laughs> I was just thinking, though, like if that um, if that dealership still existed, I could that, that's a, the, another way I could feed my family mm-hmm. hot dogs and cookies. Mm-hmm. They would love you for it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you. Uh, so I want to wrap up that converse, part of the conversation. But just like, do you have a go to when you when you're like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Is there one that you um, can because I, I will say that ours is pizza and even if it's like well we just had it three days ago we can each go ah fuck it let's do pizza again we live pretty close to a downtown area so we can we can walk downtown in our city yeah and uh if it gets to that we just kind of all come to a point where it's like all right well which restaurant do you want to go to and we'll just walk because there's like six or seven restaurants downtown that we can just choose from but i've gotten into the I, I like to uh cook and my wife is so great about meal planning especially since uh over the past six weeks we've gone plant-based so we have to be ready to do it uh so she she makes most of the decisions which is great coincidentally enough she started making those decisions after the album came out so maybe she didn't want to be an indication of my joke <laughs> Oh, I got a new joke. Very that interesting. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta write that down real quick. There's a new joke that I have that um, she's gonna hate, but it's gonna be really good. Perfect. Uh, it's a, it's a little sneak peek. Uh, the joke is, whenever we do something um, as a, like, so if we're doing yard work, my wife will always say, "Yeah, so I just planted this bed of hostas and I uh, weeded and I did all this." But anytime I do something, it's like, and we mowed the lawn and we weed whipped. It's always we if I do it, but it's I if she does it. Uh, it'll be better on stage. <laughs> Who's this we? Uh, yeah, the uh, the royal we. Yeah, is, exactly. as, yeah, yeah, the royal we, dude. Uh, we don't have a two. We get, we have, should wrap this up pretty quick. We don't go too long these days. Uh, I want you to mention that you. Let's talk about that. You have a podcast. Yeah, we just started. Uh, kind of a time to kill quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Immorally my, speaking, it's immorally called? speaking, yeah, with my buddy Chris Schlichting, very funny comic out of Davenport, Iowa, and we talk about things um, that we enjoyed as children, but we kind of reevaluate them as an adult. Love it, uh, great premise. The first episode is the Giving Tree, and uh, I've always thought that boy was so selfish, and I wanted to get into it a little bit more. And I have reason to believe he's a serial killer. <laughs> um, Humpty Dumpty is one of my favorite episodes because Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. If you look into Humpty Dumpty, it's not a he, it's not a she, it is an it. It is does not subscribe to uh, pro- gender pronouns or uh, gender identity or anything like that. Pioneer, considering the 1600s, and I don't think that the king liked <laughs> what was, like, the uprising that could uh, have come sure, from sure. Humpty Dumpty. So Sounds I think, familiar. I think, yeah, I think the king assassinated Humpty Dumpty. I don't think Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. I think this was he, not I mean, an it accident. It was a great fall. He, he, it was pushed. Um, yeah, so we've done, you know, like Lunchables. We just did Lunchables. Uh, the Tooth Fairy. I listened to Green Eggs and Ham. That one was fun. Mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss was a real son of a bitch. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, so it was, yeah. I think, Shel Silverstein. Those heard- kids authors... I think we made the comparison. They're a lot like clean comics. On stage, they seem so wholesome, yeah. but off stage, they're terrifying people. <laughs> they're doing the most coke. Right? Yeah, they're the ones with shackles and chains in their basement. 
<laughs> There's no question. I uh, The Green Eggs and Ham, uh, first of all, that was one of my favorite books as a child. Uh, I like reading it to my kids uh, You know, when they were growing up. I will read it to the baby. And uh, I have to say that I once had James Adomian on this podcast, and I brought my copy of Green Eggs and Ham for the recording, mm-hmm. and I got him to read a couple pages of it as Sam Elliott. And it oh, was so incredible. fucking awesome. James Adomian was headlining the first time when I recorded my first album, and he is just the nicest, yeah, he's funniest, great. most yeah. entertaining dude. He is absolutely great. So let's see. Uh, I had a billion things I wrote down here, but uh, we should get going here. So we talked about Matt Patricia. You have a podcast. You have an album. Two albums. I got about the first two albums. One. Skunk Man was the first one, and then uh, I think that was in 2017, and then Not the Worst Dad I did in late, no, early, I did, it was early 2020. Recorded in Jan- January. Nice, yeah. nice. Not the worst ad. Great Mm-mm. title. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely great. Set, uh, realistic expectations, and you won't be disappointed. <laughs> that should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything? Else? Oh, you know what? I want your quick opinion on this. So, on my drive over here, uh, I a car was in the lane next to me, and they had a Bernie 2016 sticker. Is it? Is it time to? Th- I'm not making a statement on Bernie Sanders sure. whatsoever. I'm just saying. He didn't even, like, make it to the... And now we're at this year, and he didn't make it past the... Are, talking, are we still hanging on? I mean, I think what we're. I think the real issue there is the outdated bumper sticker, and I want you to take it one step further. Think about Bernie 2016 on the outside of the car. That is... I mean, that's just outdated. It's yeah. They're not taking care of the appearance of their car. Imagine what the inside of their car looks like. <laughs> yes. It's a disaster. Yes. There is... I'm sure that there is McDonald's french fries and hamburgers caught in the seat cushions. From which year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure that... Uh, I'm sure that those cushions are ripe with farts. I mean, there's no air freshener that can get through it. No. That's just a lost cause. You shouldn't yeah. even be able to insure a car like that. Take some pride. That's an investment. You paid money for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got up. You currently pay. I mean, maybe they don't. Maybe they're just waiting for it to die. I like to think that it's keeping it together. Like there's a crack underneath. There <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's structural. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. And Bernie, it's it's symbolic of what Bernie could have done <laughs> for the country. Hey. Holding it together. <laughs> Love it. But the worst thing is you ask the owner about that bumper sticker, and then they, they want to tell you the story about it, and you're like, oh, what did I get myself into? Oh, probably. I want to talk to you. Probably. You and your hey, quick question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> quick question, long answer. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. So people need to come to the shows here this week. Yeah, that'll be fun. Maybe bring an extra. Uh, well, they can come to the show. They can watch on Zoom. You got shows through Saturday to Friday to Saturday. Um, bring maybe a couple extra bucks for one of these download uh, codes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're just nice, I'll t- I'll give it to you. Look at that. But you should give me money because you know I you deserve know. it. Yeah, you know that plane ticket wasn't free. It wasn't. No, it was cheap. You have a dog at home. I saw on your Instagram. Yeah, he's the man. Yeah, the His dog's Farley. He's an American bulldog. The dog needs food as well. He's the best boy. The dog needs. He's the best boy. <laughs> You're the best boy. <laughs> this has been great, Zach. Uh, where do people can so people follow you on social media? Um, I'm on. I mean, you just search my name at Zach Martina. You're You'll on. Which me. ones are you on? That's a better question. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I have a Twitter. I rarely use it because I think. I signed up at the wrong time, and Twitter just buries me, despite my brilliant tweets. Uh, so I stopped doing it. I'm on Facebook because I'm an elder millennial, and uh, I'm also on TikTok, which I've got to like buy a separate iPad so I can just have it on there. I deleted it from my phone because I don't trust it. 
Interesting. But uh, yeah, you can find me on all those. You can I'm on YouTube too. Yeah. Uh, Matt Patricia videos whenever Patricia uh, videos, the Lions do something important. Some, uh, some stand up clips, and I'm trying to uh, work on a couple characters. Nice. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right. We'll, we'll see if they ever get caught to tape. We we will uh, keep an eye out for those and hopefully talk about them next time. Cheers to you, man. Have Enjoy White Castle. I, I guarantee I will. That is one thing that my dad and I always used to do is go to White Castle together. So uh, it's a real family experience. Oh. It tastes like shit. <laughs> it's not good. No. But it is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheers to yeah. that. Cheers to that. <laughs> Perfect.